Welcome to Faith and Family. I'm Andy Bates. It is Tuesday, June 13th, a beautiful day in St. Louis. A great day to to get outside and be inspired. Do some writing. Are you a writer? Do you enjoy writing? How can you hone those skills, particularly when it comes to uh, writing as a Christian, as a person of faith? We have more on that in an upcoming workshop and a great story. It's all about writing today. Uh, in the second half, we'll we'll check in with Adrienne Hines, managing editor of the Lutheran Witness. Learn more about uh, her time serving as managing editor of the Lutheran Witness and uh, an announcement. You're listening to Faith and Family on Worldwide KFUO. Thanks to our underwriter, Concordia University, Wisconsin, for supporting Faith and Family. Find out more about them on our website, kfuo.org. Joining me in studio this morning, Lisa Clark. She's senior editor at Concordia Publishing House. Lisa, welcome back to Faith and Family. Thanks. Always great to be here. Oh, always fun to have you in studio. And the Reverend Travis Scholl, managing editor of theological publications, Concordia Seminary in St. Louis. Travis, welcome back. Thanks. Good to be back. Always fun to have you in studio and uh, talking about a unique opportunity coming up at Concordia Seminary right around the corner, the Faith and Writing Workshop. That's right. Uh, July 25th through 27th, Tuesday through Thursday. Sounds like a lot of fun. And, uh, and, and Lisa's nodding her head. Lisa, you attended this workshop just a few years ago. I did. Tell me a little bit about uh, your writing before you attended the workshop. What is it that, um, you know, what are your writing interests? Yeah, well, um, the... The thing about this workshop, and one something I really want to get across to everyone who's listening today, is that this workshop was not my first writing workshop I had gone to, and it's not the last I went to either. And I think that's important for those who like writing and who like to hone their craft, but who've already gone to maybe a workshop or two before. It is never, uh, I don't think I'll ever stop learning how to write. And every single time I go to a workshop, I feel that it turns a new chapter in my writing. Um, I come away with something completely new. I kind of feel, have a new motivation or a new kind of challenge for myself. Um, and so that that was definitely the case there. And I hesitated a moment because you said, what are my writing interests? <laughs> I, I have quite a few. I, I, <laughs> I like a lot of different genres. And that workshop actually, um, this one that we're talking about, the Faith and Writing Workshop, helped to sort of make me think about a few new genres that I hadn't thought about previously. What was it that you were looking to to gain? Why did you sign up for the workshop? Partially, again, because I had had good experiences in the past learning, um, and I also have a great respect for Travis Scholl and his (laughs) writing and things, so I was uh, eager to learn from him. I also love the collaborative aspect of writing. I think I, I don't always have a writer's group that some writers have. I'm, I'm not always consistent with that. I don't always have um, a group of three or four or whoever who I always get to share writing. So one of my favorite parts about writing workshops is you have other writers around you and uh, with new ears and new voices, and uh, that helps my own uh, mm-hmm. writing style as well. What are, you, what are you looking for when you're interacting with other writers and, and, and sharing with them? I like to hear their writing. I mm-hmm. think that helps me. And when I write, I like to hear what they took away from it, some um, different things that either confused them or things that they really appreciated. Um, I don't, I'm too close to my own writing. So I can't always see my strengths or my weaknesses. And um, so when there are people in the room that say, oh, I really love how you always seem to do this. Suddenly I think, oh, I 
didn't realize that was unique, that's great. And that's something I can work on um, and and probably improve. Uh, Similarly, all of a sudden, there's some piece that didn't quite work for someone. That's always good for me to know, too, that even if I think it was fun or I Mm -hmm. enjoyed it, then if if it doesn't work for the reader, then it doesn't really work. What's that like getting feedback from someone that's kind of hard to receive. You're like, this is going to be awesome. This is, I am so excited about this. This is the best I've written. And the response was, oh. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's one of the reasons, again, why workshops are so important because you're also, especially if you're trying to write um, for a larger audience, you're going to become a come up with uh, against editors and you're going to be talking to people who, um, are in publishing and they're going to have feedback as well. Um, Sometimes constructive criticism, sometimes things that can be a little hard. Sharing your writing is incredibly vulnerable, incredibly tough. Mm -hmm. And if you don't do it often, it is always going to be hard. So the more that I share, the easier it is for me to do that. So it's good for me to get practice really in hearing feedback from others. What's it like for you, Travis, when you write something, you think, oh, this is awesome. This right. is great. And then <laughs> yeah, the feedback. Well, and it's- and, yeah, I think the key word that uh, resonates for me that Lisa mentions the vulnerability aspect, you mm-hmm. know, so, you know, in the writing profession, we often talk about having to having to have a thick skin mm-hmm. uh, when you're dealing with editors and critics and everything else. But the workshop is a place where, um, you know, and, and Lisa came into the workshop with a lot of experience. She was already published. But there's also people in the workshop who this is their sort of first foray into mm-hmm. into this sort of thing. And they don't even know necessarily, I, I know I want to write, but I don't know what. Mm-hmm. And, um, to have that space where you can be vulnerable, because it is, you know, you're mm-hmm. sharing something that's very close to you. Um, and so providing a space where, and I think Peter and I work hard at this, to provide a space where you can be vulnerable and be in a position where you can receive honest feedback uh, that's constructive. So both um, uh, encouraging a writer's strengths as well as saying, this is something that wasn't working. This mm-hmm. is something to to uh, work on or change or do something differently is really crucial because it does provide that way in the workshop setting to receive that feedback constructively and then be able to go out and, and have that thicker skin when you're submitting it somewhere and, and getting ready to hear no a lot of times. <laughs> um, uh, then you're sort of used to it and, and you, you can kind of do something with it because even, even the times when a, a publisher or a journal or an editor will say no to something, if you're used to being able to receive that feedback, you can do something with it and not just receive it as a failure, but say, okay, let me read this again and see what maybe went wrong here. And what I'm hearing you say is that you get uh, a chance to understand a little bit more about the audience as well when you get that feedback from others in a workshop like this. Definitely. I think keeping your audience in mind is key, especially for myself, who I write, again, different genres for different groups. Knowing who is reading this particular writing is so essential because if you can't reach them at their level, at their language, with the things that they need to hear, then it's not going to work. So again, to be able to share writing with a variety of people and kind of hone in on that audience that you want for that particular piece is really important. Now, I I know that you write fiction. I know you write hymns. What are some, uh, are there other areas, uh, other 
genres that you like to write? Yes, yeah. Hymns and fiction are probably my two that I focus on currently the most, but devotional writing is something I enjoy quite a bit. I've done some uh, Portals of Prayer and I've written a devotional book as well for parents. And that to me is probably the easiest genre for me to do. It feels like myself. And I've learned that's actually because of my parents going to that family nurture part. Mm -hmm. Um, They've always kind of talked almost devotionally. There's the law and the gospel with discipline or when we saw something, you know, during the day. And so for me, devotions are very easy for me to write. Um, Fiction is probably in some ways the hardest for me to write. Um, and I don't know if it's because it's new or because it's big. I've always teased. I only wrote small things. <laughs> I didn't think I had the endurance um, to write something larger. Um, but that one, at least emotionally, takes the most out of me, I think. Hymns, they're a joy, they're work, but they're also short. You know, I really get, it's very intense, but it's brief enough that when I'm done, I kind of ah, have that satisfied moment. And then, you know, I can go to bed. Fiction, not so much. <laughs> it kind of takes over your life for a while. What, uh, what, what motivates you? What inspires you? Where do you, where do you start? Yeah. Well, you know, the word of God, I mean, honestly, mm-hmm. it, I know that so many of us write and not all of it is uh, necessarily always faith and writing. But for me, that is the motivation um, to spend so many hours working on something. If it's, again, you can do it. And and those who write things that are not necessarily um, faith-based can do great in their vocations, depending on what they're, they're going for. But for me to be able to share God's word with my own words, that is incredibly satisfying. Hmm. Yeah. And I, if I could just pick up yeah. on that too, I, I think um, for me as a writer and why I enjoy the faith, leading the faith and writing workshops so much is that often faith, the word of God, the scriptures are the fuel. So mm-hmm. even those times where I feel like I'm writing something that isn't necessarily explicitly religious, mm-hmm. if I didn't have uh, sort of those words mm-hmm. already sort of uh, intertwined in my being, I'd have nothing, I'd have no ground to work from. Certainly the word of God, faith, this, the gifts of God shape our worldview. Mm -hmm. Definitely. They, they, you know, they shape our, our ethos, our worldview from which you're writing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And to, to go with that, then again, I know a, a Christian writer who does not necessarily write Christian fiction, but I can read it and I can see everything that breathes into her plot and her point and her language. You know, you see the sacrifice and you see different things in there um, that, you know, you can't separate yourself from your faith. And and that is actually, she uses that as an asset, even though she's not explicitly using it. I can see that in other things. Uh, The language we use is shaped by what we believe. I, I, right. I think you were getting at that just a moment ago. Even from something as simple as uh, a, a children's cartoon mm-hmm. that I've watched with my son, I noticed that when they're, it's, it's about animals, mm-hmm. but I noticed that they use the word creatures. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Creatures, what does that imply? Right. They yeah. are created. Right. They're not evolved, they're created. And they, they never, in the program, reference evolution that tells me something about those the, the worldview of those who write for that program yeah word choice definitely I, when you start talking with someone you can kind of tell just by the words that they use absolutely yeah. makes mm-hmm. a, a big difference who did you meet in the workshop and uh how did that make a difference for you in the workshop oh um i met 
you know, quite a few different people and some of whom I still keep in contact with through Facebook and, and, uh, just in general and, uh, a few friends I already knew, like, well, you, no stranger to KFUO, uh, John Lukomsky, Jolly John Lukomsky mm-hmm. was there at the same time. And that was a lot of fun. Um, I also, uh, there's Tina and Julie and, uh, I, I've actually bumped into Julie a few times, uh, at Ted Drew's <laughs> 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 and their poetry and different things. So it's, it's been fun to, uh, kind of keep in touch here and there. Well, that's that, that's not surprising that the Clark family would run into someone at Ted <laughs> Drew's. No, no. We are at Ted Drew's um, more often than we should admit. <laughs> For our listeners not familiar with the St. Louis landmarks, mm-hmm. Ted Drew's is a great place, especially during the summer, but I think the Clark family goes year-round for uh, frozen custard. My husband, um, when he received a call to the church that was the closest LCMS church to Ted Drew's, um, definitely, that, that was undeniably a pull. <laughs> Lisa, Lisa, we're here right right by Ted Drew's. So that's definitely a big part of our life. <laughs> it really is good. And <laughs> how has How has your writing changed since attending this workshop. I know you mentioned you've yeah. attended numerous workshops mm-hmm. um, and, and, and probably will continue to attend workshops. How did th- this workshop shape your writing? What what, yeah. what ways have you seen that? I have two specific examples. One is um, in hymn writing, I had already been writing uh, quite a few hymns. And when we came to that part of the week where we're talking about hymns and poetry, um, one of the points was made that a lot of times you can kind of see a hymn as a plot, you know, not not always, but it can be. You kind of, you know, our faith is transformational. You see this, you know, sinner and the salvation and, and kind of see it as a kind of a narrative. And that was something that I didn't always do prior to that. And I've kept it in mind. Um, and shortly after the the lecture part of that workshop, then we had time to write. So I was excited. I get to write a hymn. So uh, down in the hallway of Winnikin, I sit down and, and write a text that actually has made it into publication. It's a choral arrangement now, brought to the water. Um, And one of the other things that impacted that particular one too is we had just been talking about audience and reaching people. And sometimes you can talk about things that are very, very deep, but with very, very simple language. And that was definitely a goal for me with that particular text. How can I talk about baptism and... um, forgiveness and sanctification and all these different things. Um, but with using words that were, you know, one or two syllables, uh, you know, most of the time. And so that was, that was great and a really great experience. But later here, here's the next story is, um, we talked about, uh, fiction and we talked about the gospel of Mark and we talked about, uh, Midrash and all these different things that actually years later, very directly impacted my fiction. Um, the messenger series, you know, especially the first novel discovered has very intentional pieces that I had learned from that particular workshop. So that was pretty fun to see that finally kind of come into fruition in this. And you have a new book in that series. I do, yes. Concealed just came out last month. It's the second of a trilogy, so now I need to start on the third. But uh, (laughs) yeah, Um, so it's been really fun to see the people who especially love to discover now snatch up Concealed. And um, this one, I think, is getting more reactions, at least immediate reactions. I'm getting texts and tweets and, are you kidding me? At certain point (laughs) plots, excuse me, plot points. And that's been a lot of fun to have built a relationship with my audience that they feel comfortable doing that. And it's been fun to see how um, this narrative that had become a part of me is now a part of them too. When do we start filming? 
Yeah, <laughs> if you know somebody, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> That's where the real money's made, you know. You get yeah, something you option for a movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Travis, why offer a, a workshop on faith and writing? Well, uh, a couple of reasons. The first is there's not that many opportunities mm -hmm. uh, for people to actually connect. There's writing workshops everywhere, and and any writer anywhere in the country just needs to scratch the surface, and they'll find opportunities to work on their writing. But there's fewer opportunities where you can actually connect faith and writing, and so um, so I'm honored to be able to do that every year with this group, and so um, being able to connect those dots is really important for people of faith to be able to do. And secondly, I would say just being around other writers, you know, for me, um, the, the years that we've done this, they all seem to run together, but there's those moments and, and Lisa actually pointed to that one. I distinctly remember when Lisa workshopped that hymn, uh, that she had just written, you know, minutes before, and th there was just this hush over the room because it was it was a really powerful experience to for her to share that with us and it was really well written and people learned from that and that there was this sort of collaboration that that you almost almost a magic to it that happens in workshop that um that for writers is is just it's both affirming that this is something I can do. This is something that God is perhaps calling me to do, but also then provides you the tools and the skills to be able to refine that craft and go forward and do something with it. And wouldn't we want to encourage mm -hmm. more writing Mm -hmm. yeah. When it comes to matters of faith or yeah. whether the writing about matters of faith or not, what, yeah. to, to encourage people to write from that, that, yeah. that Christian worldview. Yeah. And, and I think that's one of the uh, things that I've really learned here lately, uh, the past few times that we've done the workshop is that um, the life of faith involves writing a lot more often than we think yeah. because uh, because the life of faith is working with words. I mean, we're working with the Word of God, but then even, um, you know, I've really become convinced the life of a pastor or a church worker is really a writing life. It is. If we really think about how much time a pastor sits working with words, it would be, I think we would all be astounded that they're, they're writers much more than they think they are. And so um, having the opportunity to then say, well, I need to focus on this skill and develop a little yeah. bit because I'm doing it all the time, whether mm -hmm. or not I'm even conscious of it. Yeah, I think that's a great point. You know, obviously writing is a big part of my life, but we've often, often talked to my husband, who's a pastor, that, you know, you're a writer too. He writes in some ways more than I do. Um, and, and he's writing every single week. So we have kind of mini writers workshops at our home often. <laughs> we, he actually dubbed it instead of evening composition or excuse me, I'm going to get right wrong. Instead of evening constitutionals, we call them evening compositionals. Now we're sitting here <laughs> kind of writing and you know talking to each other and different things. But I remember there were pastors who had come to the workshop that I had been at and they said, well, I, I know that I write sermons and I want to actually kind of hone that a little bit more. Um, so that was kind of neat to see them use that and see that as something that is, is definitely part of their uh, ministry, their, their calling as a pastor. Because words matter.
Mm-hmm. They absolutely yep. do. So does punctuation. Yes, right. it does. <laughs> I am a devout believer in the Oxford comma. Lisa yes. may disagree. No, oh, good, no, good. Yeah. Okay. On, Thank on, you. On the same Thank team. You. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> We're all in one accord here. Uh, oh, yes. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> comma uh, fellowship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, you just reminded me of one other thing, though, too. Before I forget, I do want to say, those of you who are not writers, but you're listening today, I would not have gone to at least two workshops if I had not been told, hey, Lisa, you should go to this, including this one that we're talking about, Um, especially at the very beginning. People said, you know, Lisa, you like writing. Why don't you go to the workshop? So if you know someone who's interested in writing or someone who you think they have a gift for writing, um, back with Travis had said about that affirming moment, that really is important to know, oh, you know, maybe this is a gift that God has given me that I need to use um, for his glory. And so if you know those who, who like to write or who are starting to write, I would really encourage you to encourage them to go to this workshop or workshops um, like it because it's um, it's really a great way to get them um, started. And especially at this faith and writing one, again, to write uh, with matters of faith. So you, yes, you. <laughs> Listen to what Travis has to say about the workshop that's coming up. We have, uh, it's it's coming up in July, just right. around the corner, right? Yeah, July 25th through the 27th, and that's a Tuesday to Thursday. Um, we're conscious to not affect anybody's weekends, so then we put it in the middle of the week. And um, you can find out a lot more about it by going to concordiatheology.org. And right on the uh, front page there, there's a blog post I wrote called The Writing Life, and that will give you all sorts of information. We normally, uh, we cap registration at 15 because if we get much bigger than that, it gets a little unwieldy, but um, there's still space available. And so we're looking for a few more people to join us. And uh, we just last year, we started doing sectionals and Lisa led one of those sectionals and hopefully she'll be able to help us out with that again this year. So it's an opportunity to meet other writers besides just Peter and I. Um, But uh, July 25th through the 27th, more information at concordiatheology.org. Getting unwieldy with writers is not good. (laughs) No, not at all. Now you mentioned Peter. That's Peter Mead. Tell us a little bit about Peter who will be joining you in in leading this workshop. So uh, Peter and I are longtime friends and and provide uh, two different perspectives on writing, but two perspectives that mesh well together. And so uh, over the years, we've honed it down uh, into a a pretty good science. But uh, Peter was a longtime writer and editor at Creative Communications for the Parish. Now he's independent and sort of doing his own thing. Um, But, uh, and he's, he lives here in St. Louis as well. uh, But uh, anyway, how do we register for the workshop? So uh, you can go to concordiatheology.org and there's links there. Uh, the actual registration is on csl.edu. You can also uh, email our continuing education office at ce at csl.edu. Very good. Uh, just about a minute left. Any other advice for someone who may be considering this workshop or, or how to prepare for the workshop? Really, no preparation needed whatsoever. Just show up and uh, be ready to do some writing. You're going to be doing writing while you're there. That's the a big part of it. But uh, be ready to learn and be ready to uh, just have a great time. And you'll be in air conditioning in, during a St. Louis July, so you'll be cool. 
<laughs> bring your uh, bring your pens, your pencils, your laptop, whatever you write with, right? Right. Oh yeah, yeah. You'll need something to write with. So, but even <laughs> if you forget a pen, we'll scrounge one up for you. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Coming up at Concordia Seminary, CSL.edu. Great place to uh, to find more information and register. We'll provide a link with the archive of today's program as well. That'll go up on our website, KFUO, this afternoon. Thank you both for being my guest today, Lisa Clark, senior editor, Concordia Publishing House. Lisa, always a pleasure to have you in studio. Thanks so much. The Reverend Travis Scholl, Managing Editor of Theological Publications, Concordia Seminary in St. Louis. Travis, thanks so much for coming over today and sharing about this great faith and writing workshop. Thank you, Andy. Great to be here. My pleasure. Coming up in just a little bit, I'll check in with Adrienne Hines. She's the Managing Editor of The Lutheran Witness, as well as other uh, great materials from the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod. We're going to check in with her, making a little transition in her career. Hope you can stick around for that and more right here on Worldwide KFUO.